Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... Be going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash btw podcast the details will be in the show notes that's ko hyphen fi dot com forward slash btw podcast and one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee you all know i like coffee so shout out to latoya shante soul inspired kimberly hall and kim isaiah that's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O, D-Rock, D-Living Style. Woo! Yo, and today, after the debacle, just a few minutes ago, I, I sat on my um, sat on my headphones. Man, it's the first time that has ever happened uh, to me. But um, yo, let's let's go. I don't know. I'm sitting here. Thank you, Jackie Marquette, for joining in. Um, I hope you all enjoyed your weekend. You know, I'm in the I'm in the actual studio. I'm not at the annex. Um, you know, my satellite location. You know, I got two two of those uh, places I call. Usually, if I'm if I'm sitting outside of the D and D, that is the um, that's the uh, that's the annex. You know, and then the satellite location is in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Been in Bridgeport for a minute. I don't know if you guys had um, gave in. But it's kind of cool here in, in Connecticut. One degree lower. And I'm about to turn the heat on, man. 
I was I was tempted to turn the heat on, but I um I did not yield to temptation. I was uh I was I was pretty good. I'm excited, you know, because I feel like I'm overcoming the inner voice. I stopped into a Ben and Jerry's um over the weekend yesterday in New Haven, and they um just you know just tons of ice cream. And I wanted to check out the um, the resistance. They didn't have that, so I didn't get any ice cream. Not from there, anyhow. Uh, yeah, I, you're tempted to turn the heat on. <sighs> I don't know. I, I think I put on. I put a hat on a sweatshirt and just got underneath the comforter, and then said, "Oh man, well, gotta go to the restroom." See, it would have helped to have the heat on. Gotta get up and gotta go. You gotta go, you know. And so. Um, yeah, I wind up, uh, yeah, obviously going to the restroom because then that would have been really cold. Kind of kind of old to be wet in the bed. But, you know, stuff happens. What are you going to do? It wasn't me. Um, so I, I did stop into a, um, you know, and, and picked up some, uh, had some ice cream. But um, I did not eat the entire half pint. You know, I'm going to have to insert some applause in this segment right here because that is a first for me. Usually I sit down and I eat the entire half a pint of ice cream. But the Ben and Jerry's is so rich. You know, it's just chock full of, if some, you know, it's chocolate and fudge and, and peanuts and pecans. And uh, I just, I, the last time I tried that and ate the entire half a pint, I woke up the next morning and felt like I had a hangover. So, yeah. I learned from my mistakes. I am not doing that any longer. Um, and I and I I just heard that um, over the weekend. Uh, I think it was over the weekend or or early in the week last week. There was a woman running in Queens, and somebody threw a bottle at her, which I thought was bizarre. Like this is odd. Just the same thing as I thought was odd when I think it was I forget who the runner was, but he was. They were racing. And they were actually on the track. And the guy passed him and he got upset and he smacked him in his back. <laughs> like, this is what we're doing in track. Like, I beat you. Why are you <laughs> run faster? He smacked him in his back. I think it was highly surprising. Like, why did he slap him in the back? And so I'm sitting down and I'm like, OK, listen, man, we, we've got a. Um, yeah, no, that was on. That was the race. That was actually the race. But this, the incident that I'm referring to, happened in Queens, and and supposedly it's a a, a daughter, the daughter of someone that's in um in in uh what where is that in in um in, in Queens? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I'm just I'm just going out. Yeah, this happened in in uh, in Queens, and supposedly the daughter is a member of BGR in Long Island. They say a police report was filed um, once and they, they considered it a hate crime, and possible charges are going to be filed. So she was interviewed by uh, What's up, Bruce? She was interviewed by ABC. I'm looking to reach out to her, and um, yeah, she yeah Ethel was telling me Ronald and Ethel told me that yeah they lived in like. Woodhaven, which is like 25 minutes away from where the incident occurred. It just seemed really like odd. And people are like, well, who was recording? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have my camera out sometimes. I catch some wild things. I'm never um, tempted to, like some of these like scenes. I mean, if I had it running and it was playing, I would I would probably catch it and be like, wow, this is, 
you know, this is this is this is an observation. Uh, I've I've seen some some pretty amazing things happen. Like early on during the pandemic, I'm going in to pick something up, and you know, it's mass required. And these two people get into an incident. You know, it's a it's a guy there. He's with his family, um, a man and his children. And then there's some young kids in there. And it's an ice cream parlor. So it's, you know, it's, it's a young atmosphere. You know, woman doesn't have on her mask. And the guy, you know, the dad is telling her, you know, you should put on your mask. You know, and he's really going in. She's, well, if they ask me to put my mask on, then I'll put my mask on. You know, she's really not. Okay. You no, know, it's not your job to be telling me to put my mask on. It's there, the employees. And then the kids, the young, the young guys in the store, you know, they say, why are you getting so involved in this? And the dad with his kids there, <laughs> which I thought was odd, he just shut the fuck up. I was like, okay, wow, this is getting intense. Uh, and I just left at that point. I didn't pull out my camera. I felt like pulling out my camera. It would have been like a scene from a Silver Lining Playbook, you know, where the guy comes over. Is this the house with the guy with the mental patient? It's <laughs> You know, Robert De Niro kicks the guy out, but I didn't pull my camera. I just left because it's just, you know, hey, you, 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 mm. I would have thought that he was there with his parents, you know, with his children. He might have been a little bit more subdued, but eh, nonetheless, was not the case. I am drinking out of my um, two dollar bottle of water. I'm going to take this label off and put my own label on here. I purchased this uh, bottle of water so I could go into their restroom. This uh, this 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 uh, establishment here in, in Connecticut would not allow me to use the restroom unless I purchased an item. And so I went in the bathroom and um, yeah, I wanted to do a review of their their bathroom. So this was a requirement. I had to purchase this water. It's like so I haven't thrown it out. I'm going to recycle it and uh, put my label on there. That's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I um I, I think I think service is important, you know. After being in retail for a number of years, I think service it, it gives you an opportunity to um what's up, Bruno? It gives you an opportunity to manage some internal turmoil that might be going on. You know, a lady comes in to a D and D. Sounds off like it's a joke. She comes into a D&D and she asks for these bites. And I guess she wants these bites to be put into a toaster. And while they're toasting, if you can put some butter on top of them. And it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a weird request. Mm-hmm. Apparently somebody must have done it for her before. And so the manager is telling her, well, no, that's not something that we do. Well, somebody did it for me before. She said, well, I'm, I'm sorry. That's not. That's not, that's not what we do. Like, would you put a, I mean, their toaster in, um, in D&D is a little different than the toasters you have at home. I wouldn't think about, you know, having a bagel and putting toast on the bagel and then sticking the bagel into the toaster. It just, it just doesn't seem like that would be a wise thing to do. You know, put the butter on afterwards. So she wanted the butter on top and he's like, no, you can't have the butter on top. Well, I had it before. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, you can't have... They're going back and forth. And she finally concedes and moves along and is still talking about, you know, I don't understand why I can't get 
the butter on top of because cause you can't get the butter on top of your bagel bites. Like, so when you want the lady brush the butter, I can put the butter on the side for you. You know, so other some of the other associates come over and say, you know, you want the butter on the side? We can put the butter on the side for you. They just want to try to move the line along. And so now it's my turn. So what do you think I asked for? I want what she got. I want the same. I want to cause a commotion too. I want I want bagel bites with butter on top of my bagel bites and toasted. I don't eat bagel bites. No. You know, to just make light of the situation because it's really not that, you know. She laughed. We laughed or whatever. I got my, you know what I got. I got my bagel. Did I get a bagel? No, I got my muffin. It is pumpkin season. So, yes, I got a pumpkin muffin. Pop the top off. Pop the bottom off. Rather, eat the bottom first and eat the top afterwards. Eat the top in, you know, in segments. So I got my, you know, my, my, my thing and I went in the car and I, and I just kind of jotted down some thoughts and it was something to just kind of reflect on what usually happens is you'll go into establishment, you have guidelines and then you, you want them enforced. Not like, you know, it's like the law, but there's certain things that you just don't, you just, you know, we don't do this. And then some people rather than this is what we do. If it's not going to be a guideline, and I learned that from Mick, you know, don't put up a rule and then don't enforce it, you know. Just like, why have a stop sign there? If you're not going to stop at the stop sign, the stop sign is there to help us to stop. You know, you come, you pull, what's up, man? You pull up to a four-way stop sign. Everybody's got to stop. You stop, I stop, you stop, you go, you go, my go. You know, it's a round tree. You know how the rules are to be enforced. But if you're not going to have a stop sign, then don't. Just let it be a free-for-all or have a light. But don't put up a rule and then not enforce it. And so... Somebody felt like, you know, I don't want to argue with this young lady. So I'm just going to, you know, appease her. And you just do it. So now when somebody else comes along and they enforce the rule, ah, you got a problem. So I'm jotting my thoughts down. And then afterwards, I figured, let me go back in here and talk to this young lady. Um, she's not a young lady. She's she's a manager. They discovered, you know, she's been at this establishment. She's been with Dunkin' Donuts for 25 years. And she's like, you know, I, I usually don't argue with people. You know, I said, I, I get it. You know, you, you, retail, retail is tough. And people will try you, you know, because you're at work and they figure, bomby duty call. Yeah, I know. I know the uh, I know the feeling. They don't they don't have you can't you can't punch out. <laughs> Always on call. Enjoy your day, Marquette. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, you know, I get it. I know it's rough. You know, retail is tough and it can it can drain on you. So I appreciate you being there. I appreciate you know, you know, the way that you tried to handle the situation. Um I think about I mean so I told him maybe sometimes I just do too much thinking, you know. But um you're thinking about you got you have the associates who are watching you. You have the other customers who are watching you. Um, and this was not like oh I'm, I'm blaming. I'm just thinking about what I would do. I'm, I'm in this situation. What have I done? You know, sometimes you they catch you on a bad day and you might you might lose it. You know, um, and what happens? So she's I'm gonna complain. I'm gonna call. She's gonna call the customer. She's gonna call customer service. So you can pick up the phone. What's going to happen? They call customer service. The customer service agent is going to then place the call back to the district manager, the region that's in, that is, you know, the call came from. They're going to call the district manager. The district manager is going to call me and he's going to ask me to call the customer. So I might as well take care of the customer in the store and to save all these extra calls or whatever. Just take care of the customer in the store. Just take care of the problem because nobody wants to deal with problems, but they don't want you. So I'm like, why, why, why have this as a rule, as a guideline? 
Why, why have it as a guideline? So now I put the butter in the toaster. The butter leaks down. It damages the toaster. And now we have to pay a bill. And now I have you talking to me about, you know, these these extra bills that you charges that you got for repairs are really getting out of the roof. I'm going to need you to manage your repair charges. Again, the, the, the toaster got damaged because I put the butter in the toaster. This is how these things happen. So she was appreciative of it or whatever. So yeah, you know, just retail just becomes, you know, just one adventure after another. And I'm just thinking about some of the adventures that I that I go in and I encounter. I'm like, usually I'm not a I'm not a um I wanna speak to the manager type of dude, you know. But I do have I have quite but I have a question I, I will I will ask this can I speak to the manager? You know, and some people think that that's that's like that's like a um a confrontation. You know, a win or lose proposition. It's not a zero sum game. It's not a game at all. It's not. A, it's just me having a question. Do you think this makes sense? You know, like so you'll have a a, a, a scenario where where you go and you're picking up something for a customer. You know, because I do um I do Uber Eats. You know, so I can finance this and eat while I build behind the wheel. So I'm driving. Going in, picking up a thing. And so anything I do, you know, I watch the stats to see how well I'm performing. So I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm providing the best service possible. I go in, pick up a thing. And I realized from my, from my, 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 my management days, most establishments, most retail establishments, they have CCTV. They have it that's, that's it's synced with the register. Hmm. So you can look at a time. You can look at credit card charges and sync the credit card charge. If somebody said they came in there and they made a purchase, you can check the time on the TV so you can see the person at the register. You know, loss prevention. But there's always somebody in retail who thinks like somebody is out to get me. And so because of this, I am really going to get really deep into the loss prevention. I'm going to add a layer into Uber system. So when you come in, you got to sign. Somebody asked, some, some, some establishment wants you to sign a, a, a chart that you were here. <laughs> like, and then what are, and they, are you saving these slips of paper? So now you have another layer, like you have a drawer or folder for receipts that for what? That they, they signed. You're going to, you're going to, like you're gonna dis- you're gonna fax this to Uber? Like what what's going? This is just so. Somewhere in there, you're saying you think somebody is up to no good. Like you think people are are, are venturing out there, and it, what's going on, Sylvia Rosenbaum, out there, and they're up to no good. This is what the the you have their picture on file. You have the CCTV. You have you have all of the evidence that you need. Now I add this other thing in. I'm not releasing the job until you, till you comply. <laughs> I don't know, man. Mm-mm. I don't know. Joe Rogan is in the news. You know, he's apologizing for um, some false claims that he made. You know, I, uh, who started a uh, brush fires? Why? Why? Why do people just make stuff up? Mm-hmm. Why do people just make stuff up? Like, why? Like, why just head on out, man? You enjoy your day. I appreciate you tuning in, man. 
you know? And so I, I don't know why people would just make stuff up. Like this is, this is what, this is what happened without doing your due diligence. Check out the facts, man. Check out the facts. And just like, and the, the most bizarre fact that I think I heard, or it's not even a fact, just a statement that if Joe Biden gets into office, it's going to be in, that's going to be it. It's going to be no more God. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the fact that we know more God, but Joe Biden just just doesn't have that, you know, if you believe in God or not believe in God. Joe Biden is is not a factor in and whether or not God exists. Yeah. I mean, Trump just says the most bizarre thing. So I don't know. I don't know if somebody is is keeping track of um, the most bizarre things he said. Uh, there's got to be a list somebody's keeping track of a list if they are i would just like to see the list you know just to, to see what number that ranks on on that particular list mm -hmm. got a um a, a call into the new york roadrunner uh rebuild uh new york roadrunners they are an organization that's uh you know just trying to get 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 they have some they have some claims uh, some issues that they've raised against the New York Roadrunner Association. So we were trying to get them on the show to interview them. Um, they're concerned about their their identity. So I had offered to say, yo, we could record and I could alter the voice, you know, voice recognition. Um, and yeah, that way, like, you know, you would have your, your identity. I'd rather have a conversation with someone. Um, but in this particular instance, we're going to have to, uh, you know, forward it over some questions to them. And so they've got the questions. They're going to be answering them. Hopefully they'll get back to me today. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, to see what comes of that. And then Eblins is a, um, a sneaker store here in, uh, you know, it's, not, it's, more, it's more sportswear, streetwear, whatever. But I walked into Eblins and... Um, I looked on the wall, you know, and they had a pair of running shoes, and which I thought was like, oh, they've got a running shoe, Nike Epic React. I was like, oh, okay, you all have, wow. Now, I wished I saw more people running, more people of color running in, uh, in Connecticut. And when I do, I was excited. I was on a panel over the weekend. Um with some runners from, from different parts of the world. I could say that because one was, uh, there was a couple that was in, in, um, London, somebody else was in, you know, in the West coast, Albany, Atlanta. So it was, it was a good, it was good. It was a good panel. Mm -hmm. I've told them that there are times when I'm running. I don't know if you all do this where I'm running and I see someone on uh, out running and I'm like, wow, yo, Way to go, you know. And so seeing a couple of black people in Connecticut, in different parts of Connecticut while I was out over the weekend running, it was like, you know, driving. I was like, oh man, this is encouraging. So it would be nice if Eblins and them, you know, take a take steps to expand their running shoe. It would be nice to be able to go into their to this their location and see running shoes in it because people have decided to start running. And so now they start carrying more running shoes. That would be that would be nice to see. That'd be a nice problem for them to have. Have how they gonna make more space on the wall because running is growing. I would like that. A guy can dream. You know, Martin Luther King had a dream. Derek Oxley can have a dream. That's my dream. You know that your little boys and girls all over 
you know, will, will start running. Mm-hmm. They've been running. They grow up running. And so it's exciting to see when you're when you're walk when when you're on a run and you I don't know if you notice it, but I've noticed kids with their parents and you know they're holding their parents' arms and as a you know seeing an adult a big body just bouncing down the street because that's what it looks like like you're you're bouncing down the street and it's like what is it what are they doing it's just like so much fun and some of them just feel like they want to take off or like I want to do that so it's encouraging to see. And you want to be able to spread the love. Um, it's it's the Brooklyn way. Whatever y'all got going on today, y'all make it a good one. Peace. We out of here.